Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome, everybody, to CBO 2021 and Karen Fullerton's inspirational series, Coming Full Circle. Karen Fullerton is a transformational teacher and healer who specializes in freeing women from emotional reactiveness. The real you is inside. She is the author of a process she likes to call In irritation. She reminds listeners that you have a higher purpose, inspired to serve others on your soul-led path. So what do you do with the intense feelings of frustration, overwhelm, disappointment, fear, or whichever other emotion you can think of on the journey towards your dream? Listening to your body, your emotions, and your heart It's a subtle art, she says. And she has created this inspirational series so we can focus our attention in different areas of our evolutionary path. Now, on today's topic, coming full spiral. Well, if you say that you have come full circle or have turned for circle, What you mean is that after a long series of events or changes, the same situation that you started with still exists, or you're coming back to that point. But what is the difference between full circle and full spiral? Let's bring the expert on that topic to the show, and remember that you can find Karen Fullerton at Karen. Fullerton.com. Okay, so Karen, welcome to this interesting topic that makes you think before you say coming full circle. Hey, Karen. Hi. Hi. Thanks, Claudia. I'm so excited to be here and just have a discussion on this. I shared with you right before going live that I feel like this time this show is more like a coffee chat, kind of like a back and forth and a discussion of, you know, the differences and kind of organically where this, where this leads will uh, remain to be seen, I suppose. My, uh, 
going, going, you, you described it very well. You know, we say coming full circle, you think of the same point, you know, a completion where, oh my gosh, this has happened again. Uh, normally we tend to think of that when it's something that's un beneficial to us, right? Like, why is this happening again? Because who's going to complain about something, right, wonderful, like, that keeps coming into, to, into our lives? Um, this discussion is about the difference of coming full circle versus full spiral. And, you know, a spiral is the evolution, right? It's ever, it's kind of infinite if you think about it, right? Circling from the inside out and out, and it keeps uh, going around in a circular motion, but this brings depth to it, and you grow outward. You continue to grow. So, um, yeah, that's what I I would really love to chat about, and why why is this important? You know, why is this topic important? And uh, like your introduction, I love to work with women, especially become emotionally resilient, and I feel this is a key topic, a key concept for just starting to do that in order to become more aware and, you know, being the observer of your life so that we can move uh, through uh, the, the, you know, either repeating patterns or similar patterns because we always have a choice to use what we've learned and to put them into practice. Um, I really... Uh, I feel like that is the a, a key component of of evolution. You know, a spiral is evolution, and it doesn't mean that we're going to get rid of you know air quotes get rid of you know difficult times in our lives. But by using the the tools that I just shared, and and by the way, I do have a free ebooklet on on. Uh, emotional resiliency in a, in a exercise that I'll, I'll share a little bit later on. Uh, but this is the ability to see things from a different perspective while looking at our experiences, right? Our experiences guide us to the learning. Wouldn't you say so, Claudia, that, you know, experiences are what allow us to, to grow through versus become stuck? It does, and I and I love also um, the, where you're talking about evolutionary and have, and growth and all of those words that to me it speaks about our own um, divinity. Our own when you start seeing yourself as who we truly are, which is these beings of light of constant evolution and growth, we understand that we are constantly changing, constantly shifting. So I love when, when I see that spiral and instead of thinking that I'm gonna go back to the same spot, I am actually going back to something similar. But because this is spiral, I'm always gonna be having that extra experience or, or knowledge that that puts me in a different spot with a different perspective. So it, to me, it gives me hope, Karen, that even though at the moment I might be frustrated of being back to the same place, I know I am not. I know that now I have tools that prepare me differently to whatever situation I am now in front of. Yes. Exactly. And there is another saying that I feel represents this very closely. You might have heard, you know, evolve or repeat. And although I also like that saying, I truly feel like you just said the repeat, it, you know, it might appear like we're, we're stuck or we're in the same spot. And that could very well be that would, if you feel that way, that's the experience, that's the emotion that we need to work with and to clear because it could be um, something that needs to work through in order to really uh, kind of have a trajectory to that next, you know, that next level of the spiral. So there is a sense of being stuck or repetition and because I've been there. I'll just say I've been there, you know, where I, after, gosh, nearly 20 years of 
being a student of, of energy work and Reiki, I kept seeing something repeat and could not figure it out, right? Even with my, uh, I guess, perspective that this is happening for me, not to me. And so we always need a little help sometimes to get us out of what we can't see for ourselves. But even that is part of the spiral, if that makes sense. So knowing when to to reach out to get help versus knowing when to take that internal power because there is very much a balance. I feel like especially now there is a lot of uh, learning going on and energy of finding our own power, our the empowerment within and questioning, uh, you know, questioning how things have either a always been have been done in the past, even uh, experience uh, or experimenting with new modalities. You know, if you're not finding the same resolution, the same resolve, the same healing with what you're used to doing, to uh, be open, right, and just being able to receive something new that will, uh, you know, allow you to take that self-care to another level. And I, I really honestly wanted this topic because I'll share with you that this came to me after moving back to the Sarasota Bradenton area. And I lived here by myself, I was single with my dog, Sergey, my Siberian Husky, who is the namesake of my nonprofit. Uh, we were here in 2002 to 2005. And you'll hear me talk about reflection a lot. So when we moved back here, it was like, wow, you know, how I used reflection to see how far and what I've, you know, gone through to appreciate where I am now. And, and, you know, that wasn't without difficulty. Um, you know, I, I'll share a little bit of, of that story with you. So I, I moved for a fresh start, right? It's like things weren't working out or I was bored and things were shifting. And so I moved for a fresh start. And it was wonderful. I, I loved the area. I volunteered with Mount Marine. I started my marketing business. Uh, but I wasn't joyful, Right, that inner joy it was I had to work really hard at my my business and I put way more energy into it than I was getting out, which is, you know, part of the clue now that I share with people that imbalance in itself is a clue, right? Um, we can't force uh we can't force progress and we can force it to a certain extent. I get this image of a rubber band or some kind of, you know, like being uh, around, say, a tree, and you can go so far and on grit and uh, persistence, and you see that you see that forward momentum, but it gets harder and harder until you learn what it is, right? And releasing the emotions and and really tuning into the experiences of why those things are not in balance, and that's part of that spiral that will allow you to, like I said, expand outward. So at that time, I ended up leaving Florida. I was here for three years. I was a little homesick. I'm originally from Michigan. Uh, I did not have a relationship down here. And I felt myself thinking at that time, if only I had, right? If only <laughs> I had a partner to help me with the, you know, I, I would I would be happy. I would feel happy. And by the way, you know, I wouldn't have to be responsible for a uh, you know my income and you know when you have a your own business it's a little challenging for those of you out there who have their own businesses right and I felt myself going through those uh, thoughts and I even went to a psychic for advice at the time and she had told me honestly she told me I see you staying I see your 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 energy here you're not done like you need to stay here well, thank God I followed my own intuition because I just said, nope, I need, I need family. I need, you know, that, that earth energy balance and nurturing. I just felt done. 
And, you know, the next several years, you know, my mom, I went back in time. My mom was sick with lung cancer or redeveloped it or, you know, kind of was re-diagnosed with it, I suppose, after I had been up there for a month uh, and worked through that. I, I'm just being raw here. You know, I claimed bankruptcy. I had health uh, concerns. I was dealing with dizziness and vertigo in, in, my, in my body. But at the same time, I felt like I just surrendered. Everything made me surrender that. And lo and behold, that's also when I met my now husband. So, <laughs> uh, you know, we traveled together. We did things. We've grown. You know, we moved to North Carolina. We're there 13 years. And, and never in a million years would I have thought I'd be back here. In fact, his parents bogged us, right? They live here. Come to Florida. Come to Florida. And I'm like, nope, nope, I don't want to repeat. You know, that's the old me, right? I kept thinking that's, that's like going back, you know, in time. Like, I don't want to go back there. And uh, <laughs> without taking up the full hour explaining how or why, you know, changed cities uh, multiple times, house contracts, and lo and behold, we ended up back here. And our dream home for now, uh, right at the Sarasota Bradenton line. And so I had to think, oh, my gosh, right? <laughs> here I am again. But from the reflection point of it, it's interesting that I'm coming back here with everything uh, gratefully, right, in my life that had been, I had been searching for before um, and have the opportunity to truly now you know, embrace everything and uh, continue to uh, and back into my own business again, right? So is my husband and, you know, we're together and we're just enjoying being here. And so that's kind of what I mean by full spiral. It's like we're back here, but to look and reflect at the path that has been taken to really grow to the place that I had desired to be, I guess that's a form of manifestation, you know, but it was a manifestation that took what, 16 years. So <laughs> I had a lot to, uh, you know, to heal and to grow through. But, um, y you know, we, I, I, we always, um, we always can find how we've grown if we really become still and search back in little increments. You know, even a year ago, where have you been? Where have you grown? What have you learned? Because, you know, life, uh, will tend to bring back into your energy the opportunity to practice, I guess, you know, practice or own your power, right, with, with what you've learned. So even though you might realize something inward and your energy has shame, changed and your knowledge has changed and your consciousness has risen, I feel like we need the opportunity to practice that, that masculine form of, uh, you know, I guess the feminine receiving and, and learning. And uh, that will only propel our own power more, right, our empowerment. Ah, oh, now I see this from a different perspective. I'm not reacting in the same way. Um, I'm able to make the choice that is now more in line with who I am today. And uh, seeing that version of yourself uh, with with kindness and um, you know love and nurturing because we're never all we can do is be our best right we're never uh, we're never perfect and uh, we're always evolving as as long as we're here here on earth yeah and, and I think um, Karen that um. Your story sounds very familiar to our, to mine and to many. I think there's many times in our lives that, um, in, like in my in my story, I also came back to a part of, of North Carolina to Charlotte. After living Charlotte for so many years, I came back to the same area that I was before, and I remember. Uh, at what point in my life I remember thinking, oh, no, if I ever move, I would never move to the same area of somewhere where I have lived before. I would try always to be something different, something exciting, new. And 
Oh, well, mm. now I'm here in the same area and the same, but, uh, and this is a spiral that you're talking about. I don't see it. I don't feel it because even though I'm in the same area and it sees by the, with my eyes, I'm in the same area. It doesn't feel the same. It is so much bigger. It's so much, and uh, that feeling of content, that feeling of peace, of being where you're supposed to be, regardless of where you will be going, because nothing is forever, like you know. But mm-hmm. I see that the the it's more the feeling thing of uh, of, of where we are. And seeing how everything comes into its own place, and I, I think that's that's what you're talking, and that's what many people, when they talk about coming full cycle or coming full spiral, that is the difference. And it's only after you have lived it that you understand the meaning behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the experience. Experience is key, right? We can't think or talk ourselves out of or talk ourselves into learning. I really, I, there's, there's a place for positive thinking and then there's a place for truly experiencing, you know, emotions. In fact, this is a perfect time. I just want to share before I forget that uh, I do have a a gift that I have. It's a free e-booklet on my webpage and I, it's titled Don't Overthink. So it's just scroll down and, you, you know, I, I'll email it to you and it's, a, it's only eight pages and it talks about that. It talks about why or how positive thinking and how the mind works in terms of, you know, changing how we think and believe, but how that experience and emotional processing is honestly more important than than positive thinking because emotions and processing the emotions will help you to become emotionally resilient and then it's that emotions that we don't control as part of our our nervous system our subconscious that really influence our minds more than our own conscious thought so once you heal that and and you up level the emotions or transform those guess what you're able to um to become more mindful naturally, that mind resiliency is there. So anyway, that's a free download right now on my website uh, because it speaks to, you know, exactly what you had just said as well, right, where things are just different and the experiences are different. Um, and that, that's exactly it. We need to experience, we need to process the emotions. And a lot of people don't want to do that because there's this, perception that, oh, I'll have to go back and relive the pain, fear, or stress. And that's not what I'm, I'm speaking about. It, it, you, it's not that deep. It's, you're not reliving the story. You don't want to relive the story. You don't have to relive the story. You just have to learn how to and allow yourself to just process the emotion so it, can, it has somewhere to go. Um, and there is an exercise in there to help become more aware, uh, and I mean aware internally, you know, that IT of the inspiration uh, that I speak about a lot. And, um, you know, it's really that, that inner work, that inner awareness and observation that will allow you to move forward. So even if you're in a circle, right, or this coming full circle and you're like, nope, I'm not, you know, nothing's different, it's all the same, if you learn how to to practice this awareness, you will see even the minute difference that will allow you to move forward. I could stand in front of my door, just spin around and hit the door. And I could do it again and hit the door, right? I could do it around and hit the door. I mean, eventually I'm going to do it and say, okay, I've learned not to just spin around and hit the door, right? I mean, that in itself is awareness. There's got to be a better way. it's, It's from the very simplistic to you know, those who can look and really see the tremendous shift of, of internal evolution and, and change that uh, allows them, right, to grow spiral. We're going to spiral back to the same sort of uh, part on that circle, but it's, it's ever evolving, 
And then we're able to truly feel better, truly feel joy, and that's what goes out in the world, and that's what helps us with manifestation and the alchemy, really, of it naturally versus having it be some sort of routine or steps or follow this practice or this is for you, right? It becomes internal. It becomes your own alchemy, which is so powerful. Karen, before we started this conversation, we were talking about preparing yourself for when you're having a conversation. Like we were talking about how sometimes you have to present a topic or you have to talk about something and you do all these writings, these readings, these preparation for, and sometimes you are not allowed to do such. And, and it's not that someone comes here and grabs you, but it's like something inside of you tells you not to. Why do you think yeah. that happens, and how can that help us also? Well, it's interesting because normally I have at least an outline uh, to follow. And as I was preparing for this topic, just nothing seemed like it resonated. And part of my learning and this spiral with speaking is learning my own way and my own path. I was trying to do the, you know, ABC approach, right? Uh, start with the start with the lesson, tell a story, reiterate the lesson, or you know, a speaker, uh, you know, cookbook recipes, or have an outline and then go back to the outline and summarize. And sometimes that works, but if I follow my own advice and <laughs> right go within and how that makes me feel how that makes you feel when you have to do a task, I, I couldn't do it. I just walked. I'm like, maybe tomorrow it'll come to me. Maybe tomorrow it will come to me. And then, you know, here we are today, and it just it needed to be organic. I don't know why, uh, but I do know more about myself in that I, am a, I don't know a whole lot about this, but there's a human design approach, and I know that I am a generator, and part of my my unique chart of that is I I thrive with interaction. And so interpersonal interaction, one-on-one, a conversation, I love the back and forth, I get the energy, I get the information, and then my clairs start kicking in, right? It's like something will come to me, a moment, a picture, a memory that I share. And I just have to trust that somebody doesn't have to be thousands of people. It's, you know, no, it can be one person that needed to hear that. And, you know, even when I started my nonprofit, that's what I had said. You know, if one person, if one family, if one pet is helped from this, um, hey, success for me, right? And so that has grown over, you know, more than a decade. And I, I'm learning full spiral back to that approach, but I didn't notice that at first, right? We don't equate one part of our life to another. Who would, you know, have equated, uh, well, I mean, it's career still, I suppose you could say, but when I started the foundation, I remember that was one of my core values. And so why did I lose that when, or I didn't really lose it, but not remember that as I started speaking. It's like all of a sudden, this was an area that was a little bit more unfamiliar to me. Business was my life. I was in marketing. I was a chief marketing officer. It was more prevalent. And speaking was always part of the job, right? As the, um, as the, you know, the, the public speaker, for events on news channels and things like that or to promote events. And I always had this this list of things to say, and I could only say it in two minutes or less and to be concise. And now it's like, whoa, I have all this freedom, and how do I rope that in? So I had to go every single uh, part of that spectrum. I remember one show, uh, in fact, it was a few years ago with you, Claudia. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this. I'm going to retype out the speech. I'm going to do it. I'm going to have it here to look to. And I'm sure that it came out okay. In fact, I took the courage to re-listen to it 
probably two months after the fact. I thought it was, you know, here's me, right? Self-judgment that we all go through. Uh, I felt it was awful because I was trying to stick to this script and then me and my hands and I, if you see me in person, you know, I'm just like, I'm expressive with my hands and, uh, you know, I go off on a story and then I'm like, oh my gosh, where was I on this prepared speech? And then, you know, I felt like I just, you know, was off kilter, off, couldn't find it. I was pausing. And uh, so I learned, oh, okay, this must not be the right way for me. And then, you know, it just kind of trial and error and so often myself included would be why can't I get this the right you know right the first time why don't I know my style well you gotta you, you gotta find it you know and that it is that trial and error to learn who you really are and if it doesn't meet or conform to what the majority of, of people or experts are saying that's okay. Drop that limiting belief because you are following your path. You might not know what it is at that moment, but you are being authentic and you are being true to yourself and you're going to feel that in your heart and you're going to have that confidence and somehow that's, you know, going to come full spiral, right, back <laughs> to you and to just, you know, have that, have that conviction of being you. And so, yes, that's, to answer your question, uh, I've tried every avenue to find myself, and I think this was my own uh, way to practice it, right? There was a part of me that was like, okay, here I am, Claudia, we're just going to have this coffee chat <laughs> and see what comes up, and it's so unusual for me because those of people who knew me especially, right, in business, I was very much a perfectionist, a type A personality, and uh, so learning and healing through that was what I do in terms of the energy healing that, you know, these have been defense mechanisms. And a lot of that had to do with past trauma, you know, of wanting to be accepted and having been uh, not so much physically abused, but, you know, emotionally or mentally. And, and there is no Cinderella story in my story. I don't have, and not to discount anybody who has a wonderful lesson in healing to help those who do, but I used to feel less than because, I'm like, gosh, you know, I didn't have this huge traumatic childhood if I compare, right, myself to others. And, and uh, yet it's been this, this path of transformation. It's just step-by-step step transformation. Mine is very much a story of that. It's not this Cinderella story. It's learning about yourself, learning about myself each step of the way to create that that viral. And there are so many people out there that I've come into contact with that uh, I don't want to say have a sense of relief, but it goes back to that. And I know Me Too has like another meaning, but in my Me Too, it's like just we're alike, right? Oh my gosh, I have somebody who I can relate with who can not really validate me, but you know, all of us want sort of some sort of, you know, confirmation that we're, we're not screwing up, you know, or, or, or we're on the right path. And uh, so very much so, this, you know, stemming from, you know, the speaking exercise, you know, spiraling into the conversation of be yourself again and learning each step of the way and healing each step of, of the way. Not everything has this, has to be this big, gigantic move. Look, it took me 16 years. And I'm not saying it has to take 16 years, you know, don't all the rest, but um, you know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, it's been this journey. And, you know, we're all kind of wounded healers, but that's part of my path. So that it doesn't have to take somebody 16 years, right, to um, to get to to their next level of where they want to be. And um, it's uh, it's a journey, that's for sure. Did I answer your question or did I? No, yes, of course. Go full spiral around it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's just you did. And, you know, because I love that point where it, it shows when we are vulnerable, right? Like, like we all have our things, that those things that we have to do the certain way for us to feel secure or more confident or protected in a way. 
And we are challenged, um, especially in these times, to release those false uh, perceptions of ourselves and become who we truly are. And when we are in this path of evolution, well, it's going to come a point where you have to come full spiral to who you are and start all over. So when we, when we are in a point of starting all over, Karen, what are those tools that can help us with, uh, with that process of, of going the next step without feeling, you know, oh, my God, here we go again, or I mm-hmm. can't believe I'm here again. Like, what are those things that you can help us with that process? Yes, thank you. Uh, when we're challenged and you come full circle, just like you said, always start from the emotional standpoint and versus the mind. You know, the mind is going to try to figure it out or piece together uh, or ask the questions or say, here you are again, right, and start that limiting belief system or ego. And so you want to go from the heart, you, and the heart is the ability to feel. And so often as women especially, um, we, we, would, we think that we're, we're feeling. In fact, maybe some have been uh, dubbed as too emotional, and, you know, that has influenced you. I encourage you to get rid of any thought, preconceived notion of what it means to really tune in to your heart and your feelings and just allow. You know, even think, I allow myself to feel and I allow myself to heal um, because it's, it's truly the emotions and the feelings that are creating this uh, illusion of full circle versus full spiral. And so when you can process those emotions, and what do I mean by process? I'm not talking about therapy and going to, you know, you can, but you really have the power within you to do it yourself. It just takes some awareness. And this is, uh, I'll, I'll give you a quick example of that five-step exercise that's part of that ebook that I spoke about before, which is available, it's just eight pages. It's really short. It's on my website. But Taking the five W's, and I put them in a different order. So mine is what, when, where, who, and why. And this is really meant to, to be done when you're not in, an emo- like in a state of that emotion, right? Just allowing that emotion to, um, to be felt. But when you have a moment to reflect, this is the perfect exercise to help you with it. So really going into what am I feeling? What are the emotions? And just get out those, you know, the basic ones. You know, what is it? List them, you know, and challenge yourself. So many people um, might have difficulty with knowing what their emotions are. And so this is in itself a wonderful exercise to even become more acquainted with feelings and emotions. We know what happy is. We know what sad is. We know what anger is. But maybe even having you know, asking or being still to say, what else is there, right? Anger is often, um, uh, I don't want to say a mask, but it can, you know, the underlying emotion is often sadness, right? Or anger always shows us where our boundaries are not clear or where we're not honoring our own boundaries or we haven't created our own boundaries. And you might find some more emotions that, uh, you know, maybe it's rage, you know, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's loneliness that you're feeling. You know, maybe it's uh, powerless. You know, so really just give yourself the time to tune into you and don't just stop at the angry, sad, happy. I mean, that's a great start, but really kind of, you know, sit with it. And then this is part of observation. So that's awareness, right? When I talk about awareness and the, the inspiration, the IT you know, the inner awareness uh, instead of the outer awareness, right, what's happening external to us, go within. And then the when part of that is ask yourself, when have I felt this before? You know, when, when has this come up before? You can have freedom with this. You could, you know, depending on your situation, maybe it's a situation with work, 
And it, you see, oh, this always happens in a job when I reach a certain part in so many years in a job. Or maybe you'll see that it happens in different areas of your life. This happens, you know, with, with a, a relationship after a certain part and in work. You know, you just start to see your own pattern and your own, the own puzzle because this will give you clues. And then I also encourage, where do you feel these emotions in your body? And some might have uh, more prominent issues that they could be dealing with, but I don't even mean anything diagnosable per se. Just to be still, where is this anger? Where is this loneliness feeling? And it, it, it's a practice to become in tune with your body. It could just be a tingle. It could be an itch you suddenly get, right, on your knee or your toe or something, you know, it's just uh, uh, an ache or or not even uh, like a heaviness, right? Just become in tune with your body because our bodies are what hold the emotions. And so when you're able to recognize it, it's like saying hello, uh, and I'm, I'm borrowing that from um, uh, um, Crystal because she said that in one minute. Saying hello to an aspect of your body gives it permission. It's like, oh my gosh, you recognize me, right? Giving a permission to, to move and to change. So that's the what, when, and where, you know, what emotion, when have I felt it before? Where is this in my body? Then the who, who is involved in things when you felt like this before? Has it always been a boss? Has it been a figurehead? Has it been a parent? Uh, you know, has it been a coworker? Has it been a child? You know, just certain, um, again, awareness and observations will help you to put these puzzle pieces together. And then the why is something that you can spend as much time in as, as you want and you can come back to it, which is why am I really feeling this way? So even though you identified the emotions at the beginning, right, that, that over-encompassing um, awareness of what am I feeling, ask yourself why, and this kind of lends itself to the marketing strategist of, of me previously, it always, you know, the why, why do, what makes people tick, right, in marketing, why would people want this, why, you know, why is this a, a why would people want to pursue this product or service, this is the same thing, why am I feeling this anger, what is it? And you can even talk, I talk to myself versus writing it sometimes because it's easier. I'm like, well, you know, I've seen this pattern. I wrote it down. I see that this is a pattern with past jobs. And every time I would get two or three years in, you know, my superiors wouldn't um, listen to me. Uh, I had these great ideas and yet they treated me like I had no knowledge. I couldn't be, you know, seen. I felt not seen or heard like I was beating my head against a wall. And it's like, wow, you know, and I really uncover more of the um, the original occurrence, so to speak. So I feel, ah, oh, I don't feel seen or heard. I'm not validated, right, in my, it's how I would have explained it for myself. You know, I have all of this knowledge. You know, I went to school. I know what I'm talking about, yet I keep getting shut off. I keep getting, you know, shunned. And then you write all these emotions down and those are what then you sit with to process. And that's actually what I do in a session. And I, I actually teach how to process those emotions through the senses because that's what you need to do. So feelings of like shunned or um, um, I can't remember what other ones I put up in that, in, in that example. Um, Frustration. You know, not seeing, frustrated, not seeing, you know. Yeah, and, and then those are what you need to process out of the senses. You need to see it. You need to, uh, you know, smell it, taste it. And this might sound a little strange, but um, and feel it because that's how we get these patterns in our, in our system is from experience, right? I, coming back to that, we have to experience it. We have to experience life. We have to experience all of the um, gamut of emotions because we grow that way. So even though there are things that are unpleasant, it's there to teach us a lesson. And I love the poem by um, Rumi that talks about, I think it's called The Guest House, right? Invite the emotions in. So just changing perspective of what emotions are instead of being like 
there are no bad emotions. You know, we always like, oh, we don't like to feel, you know, anger or sad or disappointed. But when you can look at them as a gift to help you to move through them, knowing that doing so will allow you to feel the emotions that your heart really wants to feel, you know, that that joy, that purpose, that aliveness, that independence, um, you know, it, it helps you, right? It gives them some motivation. And that's what I really talk about with, you know, inspiration versus inspiration. When we're inspired, um, it's a love, and, and we've talked about this in another one of uh, my inspirational series, but I guess to quickly recap, you know, inspiration is wonderful because it's, there's nothing else that could get us out of feeling stuck, right? It has to be something that really excites you or that, oh, I want to do this. And it's a present moment. It's a present moment experience because you're taking um, things from outside of you. You hear something that someone says. Uh, you watch, you know, even a TV show or you learn something new and it's like, yes, I want to do this or I'm, I'm finally inspired, right? Or it could even be from your own work that you have done. It doesn't, um, but you've, you've, you've done something external normally to get that inspiration. And then a lot of the times we lose that inspiration because we continue to search outside of ourselves. We look for the blueprint of others to help us, like me, right, with the speaking. And, oh, I, I'm not familiar that, with this, so I'm going to look to the experts to, you know, help me through this. And, and that's great because we do need other people. So I do encourage that, but to not give 100% this is the way because your blueprint is never the same as somebody else's, right? It's just like a snowflake. We're all different. Or building, I use this a, a lot, you know, building your dream home with the blueprint, the architectural blueprints of, of your neighbor's home. Will you build a home? Yeah. Is it what you really dream about or desire? You know, when you build on somebody else's foundation. So take bits and pieces of it. I call them golden nuggets. And you know them by how you feel. Oh, okay. I learned this from this person. Uh you know, or even they mentioned a book for me to read. Maybe that's all you got out of, uh, you know, somebody's talk that you paid for. And instead of getting frustrated that, okay, I paid whatever, these hundreds of dollars for this social media expert to help me get, you know, a thousand likes and I only got, you know, 150, pay attention to your feelings, right? When has this happened before? go into that, but ultimately look for what that golden nugget is. Even if it's, okay, I've learned to follow my own guidance a little bit more or to wait before I jump, right? Give it a day. Does this still feel good? Maybe I should have asked for references. You know, what did I do differently? What did I learn? And that's that next step. So that IT um, is really that inner transformation of always going within for the next step. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes also to learn about our patience. Like uh, many of the things that we uh, see today will not be shown at the speed that we wish, but they are there. Exactly. That's a hard lesson. Uh, it was for me, I should say, because once I feel inspiration, I want it now, right? Instant gratification. And I really feel like speaking from a marketing background, um, you know, a lot of, uh, mm, I hate to say unethical, that's not really what I mean. But, you know, peop, you know, one of the things, one of the reasons I got out of marketing was it never really sat right with me, right, to utilize um, certain aspects of people's um, behaviors and I, I wanted to really help them and and so now anyway to go back to the patients is that people want things now people want a quick fix the five steps to get rich quick you know follow these five steps and and there's nothing wrong with going forward with that if you if you really feel inclined to um, and maybe it will right I don't want to say that it won't but ultimately um, you wouldn't ask 
you know, a three-month-old baby, you know, to walk just because they want to walk and they have this desire and you see them. You know, it takes time. They need to grow. They need to heal. And then they're able to take that first step. And we need to have the same patience with ourselves and look at it as, um, you know, as a, as a gift because we have to grow and change ourselves to reach our dream versus, you know, lassoing it and pulling it to us. And, and when we try to do that, that's when that discord comes into play and we get frustrated because then we're like, well, this isn't happening for me. Maybe I'm not meant to do this or uh, you start to go into that lack of, you know, self-worth um, kind of feeling or why me and maybe this was a mistake and, you know, you, then you spiral back into um, the mind, right, and, and the limits instead of feeling empowered from the feeling. So patience is, is key. And when you're not really, when you're still having trouble with patience, or for me, I have this uh, nervous energy sometimes, like, well, you know, sitting still and is wonderful, but if you can't do something creative or even just go for a walk, um, you know, I've gotten back into dancing and I love it, right? And uh, trying a new instrument or painting or drawing or, you know, do something that will still allow you to move that energy through you without, um, you know, turning that circle and hitting the wall at the same time. You know, you allow mm-hmm. yourself that time to learn and grow. So you're like, oh, I can reach out to the door handle now, right? You you know, you, before you didn't see the door handle because it just wasn't your level of, of sight or knowing your consciousness to do that. So allow yourself that gift to grow and to move through versus forcing it. And believe me, that's, that's something I still work with. I, you know, I'm not, I haven't mastered that. <laughs> still working through that every day, right? But there's that consciousness, there's that learning, there's that spiral. I recognize it now. Right, where before I didn't recognize it. I just, okay, I got to do, 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 go to this. And the other day I'd be tired. And I'm like, well, that was worthless. I only got one, you know, email back for that. Or nobody responded to my phone calls for, you know, reaching out for speaking opportunities or whatever it is. Um, Now I recognize when it's that old pattern and say, is this really what I feel? Like, that's that intuition. Uh, is this beneficial today? That's why paying attention to your body and that exercise is important because it, you become in tune with the, your vessel, your body, and its intricacies really um, is the master, you know, in your life. Your, your, your soul, your mind, your body all work together, um, not separately. And we tend to do things separately. We tend to practice present moment techniques or meditation and, you know, separately from, and then we go, you know, to heal the body and go to, uh, you know, massage therapists or we eat properly or we do all these things. And then another time we'll practice mind techniques. And I compare it to juggling, you know, you can juggle one at a time or you can learn to juggle them together and see how they integrate and what integrates them is the same thing I've been saying before is really the emotions and the experiences. Um, You know, when when we can free ourselves from that, then the spiritual practices, you know, come in, right? Then you're, you're, um, you're able to be more in tune with your higher self and your direction and your intuition. And then your mindfulness practices, right? The limiting beliefs, um, that's working you're working through those as well. So you, you, your mindfulness work uh, techniques work better because those emotions aren't saying, I know you want to think this, but this is my experience. And, you know, our, our, our protective mechanism within our body, that subconscious is going to win every time. Um, so you learn to work with them all together and integrate. And then the body, you know, the health of the body supports supports the mind back. And it's like this, I, I, in my mind's eye right now, I see like these infinity symbols like going all through each of those three areas, like this beautiful, like, oh, kaleidoscope, of course. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even try to do that, Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, Karen, I love that you remind us that we are our best teachers. 
We are our healers and ultimate the treasure hunters of ourselves. But I like mm-hmm. also that you offer our, our listeners or our, our followers to be their guides, to teach them uh, how to learn the process of inspiration and to go back to themselves and how to get in touch with their harsh desires. So how can they reach you? I am uh, giving a live and online class next weekend, actually, September 18th and 19th. I It's not recorded for a reason. I might record part of it, but there's, you know, I shared with you before that I love to interact with people, and that's important to me. So it's called Inspirational Living, and I talk about more in depth what inspiration is versus inspiration, how to sustain the motivation within, uh, some tools and techniques, more than we've talked about here, to be in touch with the energy of, of your body and going within and how to, you know, how to go within to find out, uh, to become in touch with, with that IT that levels up that inspirational movement. And then I teach a process that I learned. Uh, it's the backbone of, of my energy sessions is a process called the lifeline technique and I share the process how to transform those emotions through the senses like I talked about earlier so and this is self so I'm teaching you it's something that I teach you to do on your own that is my calling I would I you know would love to teach in all honesty more than a one-on-one session but I also love to work with people one-on-one um, it's an hour and a half session. Uh, sometimes it can be longer to help people really feel what it feels like to shift when you're working with the emotions and, the, and you experience it firsthand. And then, of course, the teaching part is how you can help do this or how you can do this for yourself, right? Um, and it's a, it's a wonderful uh, technique. It's, it's called the Lifeline Ignite portion of that. And I teach tools such as muscle reflex testing. So how do you know when you've reached? I mean, there's so many different ways to do this. Um, This isn't one way. You don't have to muscle reflex test. You can use intuition. You can, we talk about it. We talk about different ways because I'm I'm a proponent for not just blindly following one blueprint. So I talk about the theory and I give different ways that could resonate with you to connect with that truth and you know one way of of processing through the senses and and that opens the door for oh i might have another way right and in fact i would encourage that but i give you a foundation to go from and this class is 197 dollars it's it's normally 500 because i do include healing within the course um and i'm doing this as a kind of like a foundational price because this is a new class format that I'm adding both together, the inspirational living part of it with practical tools. And that's on my website. Again, you can go to the karenfullerton.com, the sessions page, and you'll see a flyer there that will say inspirational living. You can click on the flyer. You can reach out to me uh, as a one-on-one Zoom or call for more information, and there's a registration link right there. And you will get a handbook and some you know, materials uh, to go along with the class. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that we should know before we finish today's program? Uh, no, just, you know, be kind to yourself is just one thing I'd, I'd like to, to say and to remind everyone that you're already on your right path. You truly are. So be kind to know that uh, you're doing the best that you can, and uh, you know have the courage to reach out when you when you need help. And uh, no, I just wish you much love and gratitude. And thank you so much for this highly inspirational and podcast. Coming full spiral, Karen Fullerton. Have a wonderful weekend and goodbye.